I'm Chris Barker. And I'm Will Betts, and this is the Music Tech My Forever Studio podcast. In this podcast, we speak with producers, DJs, audio engineers, and industry figureheads about their fantasy forever studio. Indeed, but we have some very specific rules in the Forever Studio that our guests must adhere to. Yes, our famous rules. Okay, so here it goes. Our guest is able to select a computer, a DAW, and an audio interface first. Then they can only choose six other bits of studio kit plus one luxury item that they will live with forever. Yeah, but Chris, what if people want a collection of, say, plugins as part of, I don't know, a bundle? No, no bundles. No, no, no. No bundles! No bundles of plugins, no trying to game the system. All right, then. Today on the show, we have engineer Danny Bennett Sprague. Danny has achieved a huge amount in what seems like a short amount of time, working with Noel Gallagher, the Amazons, Jarvis Cocker, Baxter Drury, and even the Rolling Stones. Danny's based in London, but has worked in Electric Lady Studios in New York, as well as Assault and Battery, alongside production royalty, Alan Mulder, Flood, and Catherine Marks. After working in such beautifully kitted out studios, how will Danny scale back her gear list to meet our Forever Studio rules? Let's find out. This is My Forever Studio with Danny Bennett Sprague. Welcome, welcome. Mm, such a nice intro. <laughs> Thanks. So, how's it all going? It's going pretty well. Good, good. Yeah. And you heard the, heard our rules there. That's how we, you know, give you a heads up. You can kind of interpret them in a couple of different ways. But when I when I first when I first read it, I was like, well, it sounds like I'm stuck in the studio by myself forever. So I have to like, so oh, I have to like have stuff that's going to entertain me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So so. Uh... Maybe we should qualify some bits yeah. so you don't go yeah. down. Um, some of our guests have, have really gone down the um, the end of the world kind of Doomsday. vibe sure. yeah. Yeah, with okay. it and, mm. and sort of zombie apocalypse. Yeah, that's kind of, kind of that's, vibes, I feel but... like that's vaguely the road that I've gone down. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you have, well, I tell, tell you what, let's get right okay. out of that. Okay, because all right. The Forever Studio is meant to be a happy place. It's not, it's not a sad place, so... Um, let's talk about location. Where would you have it? I mean, um, just before we went live, you talked about having sort of dual nationality. I mean, where in the world are you, are you going to put this studio? Well, so, so, <laughs> so on the, on the, if you're thinking about like, I'm stuck in this studio forever and, and you, you can never work anywhere else. Then I'm put in the studio. I, I was talking to my partner, Chris, about this. I'm put in the studio on a plane. Ooh, and then I can move around. I can I can go to the artist. I can also just like pick people up, and then we can land somewhere else, and then go out after the session. Um, but I feel like then you've got to have a, you know, like a go to landing pad in like I don't know a field somewhere. Probably, probably I'm going to okay. say the states, but. The idea is that it's a plane. It's a plane. Plane is is good. One question about the the plane things: if you're going to go around, presumably you're going to have to land in other places and maybe park it. Like, because yeah. parking is an issue with planes, I understand. I feel like background noise might be an issue for you in some of these parking spots. Yeah, I'm. I I that I did mm. think about that, and I think we're gonna I, it, we're gonna sort it out. Okay, fine. I'm, I'm not worried. It, then it's gonna be it's gonna be treated. <laughs> It'll be fine. Okay, great. Okay. So um, I. Uh, I'm, I'm considering upselling your dreams to upselling your dreams to maybe a boat. Mm. I thought about that as well, but you'd way way slower. Yeah, but lots of lots of artists do have fear of flying, though. You'll never work with Eric Prids on mm-hmm. a plane. I can I can live with that. That's fine. <laughs> but there are lots of uh, lots of artists seriously that have. Are they really? So. Well, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I, okay, well, fine. And mind you, I suppose you can land where they are, yeah. and then they can exactly. just get on I'll with just the land. engine switch you off. Don't, you, exactly. Uh, you, it's not like you have to travel while 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 you're tracking. Oh, that's. It's just convenient. Ah, I, I, I see. So it's not about recording in the no, air. No, but it can get, be if they want that experience. But it's also just about like if 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 I'm. If I can never work anywhere else, I don't want to be stuck in one place. You could do a kind of 80 bands in 80 days kind of thing. There you go. Sold. <laughs> okay, yeah. That, yeah, the boat isn't an upsell. Okay. The plane's better. Yeah, fine, I agree. Fine. I'm on board. Oh, are you already? It's got to be a big one, though, because it's got to be... It's also got to be some residential bits. Okay. So we're talking basically... So maybe the uh, Ustinov. <laughs> the Russian Ust- pl- Ustinov plane. <laughs> Sure. Yeah. Do you have a specific? Sure. Yeah. The plan is that the plan is that bottom half of the plane is two mm-hmm. tiers. Mm-hmm. Double decker yep. plane. Austin off. That's fine. Top level 
Top level back half is the residential area, living area. Nice, like, you know, relaxation zone. And then directly under that is the control room. And then, and then the other half is like the back half of the plane has, has, isn't double decker. So the ceiling's extended. So you got a low bit and a high bit. Now you guys feel like you're so invested now. (laughs) Very cool. And, uh, What's the vibe inside then? You, you described the layout, but um, is, are we talking like modern or is it going to look like... Because Electric Ladyland and uh, Assault and Battery are sort of quite different looking studios. I think it's going to be quite, quite um, like soft. Okay, that's nice. Quite living roomy, quite homely. I feel like that is my favourite kind of, kind of studio. Like muted colours, like kind of orangey reds. Um Nice warm lighting. Lighting's very important. Um, yeah. It's going to have to be uh, uh, lighting from lamps because you've only got the tiny little windows, of course. Yeah. Yeah, cool. I, it's lamps, lamps. I, overhead okay. lights suck. And you're going to have to have those, like, fasten your seatbelt signs in random locations as well because of the layout. Just in yeah. case. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be like, stop stop the session. Yeah, put your seatbelt on. I'll have a seatbelt. Like- Maybe I'll have a seatbelt. Maybe the drum stool is going to be like actually attached to the wall. You have to have your you have to have your drum kit nailed down Motown style. Yeah, exactly. That's fine. Yeah, that I'm works. quite into that actually. Yeah, and there's actually a lot of microphones already on the plane. Thinking about it, a lot of what microphones? Because you've got all the like the PA system. I didn't even think about that. Well, not on the Euston off though. Will? Oh, sorry. <laughs> Why are you obsessed <laughs> with the Euston off? What is this weird Russian plane jag that you're on? I don't get it. What is it? Have you not? It's like uh, it's that it's that huge. It's like ridiculously. Google it. It's a ridiculously sized plane, and uh, they they can carry other planes in like the cargo hold and bits of other planes in it and stuff. It's 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 stupid. It's massive. Um, definitely big enough for a studio. Okay, cool. Thanks. Um, so moving on. Yeah. We're gonna go to your computer. So Mac or PC? Do you care? Uh, Mac. Okay. I think. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. say Mac. Okay. Probably just because I'm kind of set in my ways. We'll we'll skim past this one because I think I think we've kind of everybody chooses like the most expensive Mac right now. Like yeah, Mac Pro fifty five grand Mac Pro, please. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There goes. Okay, um, fine. And, Question answered. Uh, what's about the DAW? Are you are you fully Pro Tools invested or? So I was thinking about this. It it in terms of like what I work in and ease, it'd be Pro Tools all the way. To, much to my dismay, I'm stuck in the Pro Tools world. Um, okay. They're going to endlessly take my money. Uh, mm. But, I mean, yeah, I am going to go with Pro Tools, but I do just want to say uh, when I was thinking about uh, if I'm going to be stuck in the studio forever, then I do want something more fun. Such as? Maybe Logic, maybe even GarageBand. Okay. <laughs> Ooh. You know, like like something that has... If I'm just stuck in there and I have to entertain myself, then I I want some built-in instruments. Otherwise, you can't do anything in Pro Tools. Does Pro Tools Fun. not come with instruments and stuff? No, no not really. It has some stuff, doesn't That's it? That's a bit of a bummer, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. You can have, like, the flashiest version. You, you don't have to have, like, the most basic version. I mean, the no bundles rule doesn't really apply to DAWs. You can have the best one with, like... Fine, fine. And then okay. I'm taking Pro Tools. Okay, so, cause, so the top-end bundle suite, you know, but not, not in the not no bundles bundle. way because obviously this is a gifted item. Yeah. Okay. So audio interface then. Gifted item. Audio interface. This is your final of the three sort of free Mm. ones before we get into your final six items. Um, My interface is going to be probably an Antelope 32 inner. Like an Orion. Nice. Yeah, like, yeah, the 32 Gen HD or whatever it's called. Um, Yeah. Oh, nice. Because it doesn't take up very much space. It's nice and little and slick. Um, Yeah, I'll go with that. I don't think space is going to be an issue on this plane. Yeah, very and valid. Also, you only have six. You only have six pieces of kit, so I know. Unless so you're choosing six grand pianos, we, we're going to be good. Who knows? We haven't got that yet. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. It's true. <laughs> right. Um, but wait, on the on the antelope question, is this something you have already mm-hmm. and you swear by, or what's what's the deal there? I have a. I have a. I have an Orion. I've got a Studio Synergy Core, hmm. um, which is a twelve inner, and it's great. I love it. It's the best. Um, could just do with more inputs. More inputs, okay. We'll, we'll find out why. 
always more inputs more well uh, yeah i don't know if i necessarily <laughs> feed them on the plane <laughs> um but you know well, yeah. the options there yeah now you're talking about all the well, plane mics oh well i mean we, we yeah. might have to revise that we'll see we'll see okay <laughs> you're gonna at least need a stereo feed from the pilot though, yeah, exactly, aren't you? exactly that's true yeah, yeah. Just to, you know, if he wants to do a rap, a middle eight rap on something. <laughs> exactly. Set up, ready to go. Item number one, this is where things start counting down. This is your actual choices for your Forever Studio. What's the? F- Does a pair of speakers count? Yeah, a pair. We, as one? Yeah, pair is one. Cool. Mm-hmm. We're not doing okay. that weird retailer thing where they sell you one speaker. I, I've never understood <laughs> that. So stupid. It is weird, yeah. isn't it? it is yeah, it's really weird. weird. Um, and okay. I was so poor at one point, I did actually think, I'll just get one for now. And then, and then I was like, what? <laughs> imagine, imagine if they like change the range or the design. Even if it's still the same technology, they just tweak the design and you've got speakers that look different. And they're like, oh, no, they sound the same. That, yeah, anyway. Um, okay, so I'm having a pair of manly ML10s. Okay, that's a first for the podcast, um, I think, right? Ooh, that's yeah. a new one, yeah. Yeah, it's, I feel like it's quite niche, yeah. but I feel like if you know about them, then you know that you don't want anything else. Let me tell you right now, I do not know about them. So tell us about these speakers. So I, I've, I've been, I've become accustomed to them um, through Craig Sylvie, producer mixer Craig Sylvie, um, who I've been mm-hmm. working with for about a year now, um, and they are his, they're his speakers, and they were like they were the first thing that he bought when he was like 22 or whatever, um, starting out as an engineer and he's had him ever since. So he's had him for like 30 years. And they, you know, when you go in a new studio and you feel like you have to listen to like a thousand different songs to try and get your head around a set of monitors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, first time I was in his studio, literally listened to one song and I was like, cool, I understand. And like the first time I did a mix in there, I was kind of expecting to take it out of the room and not really know what it was going to sound and not, you know, just be like mixing on a new set of speakers. Um, and I was just, I was, I was like, I was prepared for the worst. And I left the studio, listened to my, on my headphones and at home. And it um, sounded, you know, it's like sounded exactly how I thought it was going to sound. They're just, they were, they're by far the easiest speakers that I've ever adjusted to. They look super cool um, and retro as well. Exactly. Oh, that. <laughs> And they look so great. So they're a tannoy built, manly designed. Okay. Yeah. Very, yeah. very cool. So they're concentric, dual concentric speakers and front ports. Yeah. Right. Interesting. It seems like Winners. there's an ever, a never ending um, want for replacement drivers on them. And they're yes. very, very limited and, yeah, precious. Yeah, they're tough, tough to get a hold of now. But um, awesome. Although. Tannoy have just released a speaker. I can't remember what it's called. They've they've released this new thing that is essentially supposed to be like the modern version of those. Oh. And they're like ludicrously cheap. Well, they are. It's like, they're like 400 quid for a pair. Um, and apparently they're actually really good. Aren't they owned by Behringer now, Tannoy? Oh, right. Maybe. I feel, actually feel like someone said that to me. Maybe, which does not... Yeah, it's part of that group. Yeah, it's well, it, group. It, um, that's probably yeah, the reason why they're so... It will... Yeah. So cheap. Yeah, so cheap. Yeah. Affordable. Oh, my God. But apparently yeah. they're good. I've heard good things. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, that's what I'm having. So, pair of those. Beautiful. Please. I'm glad they count as one thing. I was a little bit worried about we, that. Uh, I thought you were going to be like... like. We uh, we love it as well when it's new okay, gear great. on the podcast. I'm kind of interested to see how my list compares to other people's. Before we get to item number two, the before you had listened to those, the Manly ML10s, did you have a favourite speaker? And I mean, you talked about having to listen over and over to these different kinds, but was there something you went to before that? My The set that I've had at home for a long time are the Neumann KH120s, mm. which I do love. They're like, they're, they're, I've, I just got, I'm so used to them. Um, yeah. And they're great. But I, that, that yeah, probably those also had, kind of, had got quite into PMCs. Mm. Even in rooms that I've been in a lot, like I, I still like Hoxa studio that I work in quite a lot. Mm. Um, used to be the in-house, but I, I like still go back there every now and then. They have they've got a pair of Proax and a pair of Boulders, Unity Boulders, mm. and I've just yeah. after like four years of working there, I still cannot get my head around the Boulders. Mm-hmm. 
I'll still leave. I'll, I'll still occasionally leave the session and be like, I actually don't know what it sounds like. <laughs> like, just so I, I don't know what it is about the those speakers in that room. I've still, I still find really confusing. I find myself using the Proax always in there. Um, so these Manleys are a real, a real change. The fact that it was so immediate. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. They were such a, a, a breath of fresh air, and they look cool. Not so with the Manleys. They're just balanced. They sound. They just sound. They sound exciting, but they 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 also sound how they sound. They sound right, like you, stuff stuff. They also they kind of have that tannoy, um, field thing where like when you've got stuff panned, it is like very much in a specific place. It's not just like oh, it's somewhere on the right. You're like oh, it's like it's right there. Mm. Um, and that's because of the dual concentric design, yeah. presumably the the time alignment, phase alignment. I need to hear cool. these speakers. Once, once, once we're allowed out of the house. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Never. <laughs> if you're into music production, you should also check out musictech.net. There you'll find impartial gear reviews, the latest product news, and tutorials for honing your craft, plus producer interviews and under-the-hood track breakdowns. And for those of you wanting to master your recording software, head to the Music Tech YouTube channel, where we have free courses in Logic and Ableton Live delivered by our expert trainers, with more DAWs coming soon. Thanks for listening. Let's get back to the show. Okay, so moving on to item number two. What's next? Um, okay. Am I allowed to have a desk? Of course. You're allowed to have any, any single item. We, okay. We, okay. we will tell you off if it's a bundle, but you, you okay. go. <laughs> I have no bundles. I don't want bundles. Well, we'll see. Um, Sometimes people don't realise um, it's a bundle. Oh, okay. Mm, I'm 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 99.9% <laughs> okay. sure I don't have any bundles. Um, I'm going to have... That's quite exciting you're allowed to have a desk. I, actually, I feel like you could be quite cheeky and make, and make six things into like... I don't know, like the fanciest studio ever. But I'm not going to do that anyway. No, you um, can do. You I'm, can do. I mean, a desk, a, a desk can give you, you know, preamps, EQs, yeah. a compressor, exactly. exactly. So that's fine. That's not a bundle. I'm having a Neve eighty fifty eight. Okay. Um, as many channels as I can have on it. Oh, well. <laughs> as many as, as many as available. Yeah. Although, can I ask? Also, mm-hmm. Okay, one question. When I when people come to record at the studio, are they like? Are they bringing yeah. the instruments? They can. They can bring stuff. Yeah, I mean, we, we've allowed that before, it, but also, you know, okay. you may want to think about those overnight flights on the aeroplane, and if you want to play a bit of sad guitar while, yeah, sad guitar. Yeah, do you know what I mean. That's the thing. Okay. It's like people can bring stuff, but they're, but they're not bringing a grand piano, are they? <laughs> and things like that. So it's fine. I don't. I don't think I want a grand piano. Um, six things. Okay. All right. Fine. So. <laughs> Neve 858 covers me on a lot of bases. Got yeah. got got loads of great pre's, got loads of great EQs. Got a 2254 in there. Might come in handy. So hang on. Um, the Neve, tell us about that. Yeah, I that that I feel like if you have that, you don't you're kind of covered on the on the on the pre and EQ front compression maybe. But um that the reason mm-hmm. for that is it is the Hoxer desk. Um and it's the one I'm most used to, but it's also just the best. Um, I think I'm, I think I'm probably Neve bias over everything else. I would always, always uh, take Neve um, for mixing and recording. It's a pretty straight split so far on the on the on people that do have desks between SSL and Neve. SSL, I think, okay. Um, no one's going for anything fun. Well, we've had a an API yesterday, didn't we? Butch Butch Vig. Vintage API, but sure. a very specific one. But yeah, um, <laughs> like what, like a specific model or like one from a specific studio? Well, he really wanted to steal Dave Grohl's one, didn't he? From uh, uh from fucking Sound City thingy, Sound City. Yeah, yeah, right. So you're specific. Are you specifically going to take the one from Hoxha? No, I don't need to take that one. I could take sure. that one. I mean, yeah, anything's possible in the Forever Studio. Do you want bigger though? Well, so here's the thing. The Hox one, I, I love the Hox one. The Hox one's great. The Hox one, yeah, I mean, I would have so happily have the Hox one, although it is missing a couple of faders. But <laughs> there is, um, there's a photo of John Lennon at the record plant when it still existed um, in New York with 
mm-hmm. his son, uh, Sean, not Julian. Um, and he, it's a really, it's a really sweet photo. So he's like, Sean is like sitting in this chair at the desk, and John is like gesture. He's like, sh- he's like, he's gesturing as if he's saying like, so this is the studio, and like this is the desk, and blah blah blah. And um, and it is, and it's a, it's an eighty fifty eight, but it's, I think it's. The one at Hux was 28 channels. It's 24 and then you got four extra lineups. But I think that one, or at least from the photo, it's kind of a funny angle and I've really tried to figure out how many channels it is. But I think it's more. So I'll have that one where, wherever it is. It's a oh, big old desk, yeah. but there's quite a lot of space between the faders. It's quite well spread out, isn't it? So maybe it's what? Maybe it's only a 32, but it's, it's huge. Mm. It might be. It, yeah, it might. I mean, you've only got 32, only 32 ins and outs on your interface. I know. It's a lovely desk. Exactly. Though. It's, like, it's really nice when they're not all compressed like together, and all all of the like the knobs are a bit oversized and faders are oversized. Yeah. <laughs> I'm having that one. Okay. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take the one out of the record plant. Who knows where it is now? But um, that feels like a great choice. Yeah. Done. I'll find it. That's, and Give it's it to gonna me. look so banging with those manly speakers as well. It's all gonna have this vintage yeah. vibes. Exactly. It's together nicely. Exactly. It's going to be kind of 70s in there, mm. I think. Like, yeah. you know. And it's all, that, like, casing on that desk is wood. Um, it's going to be nice. Like, it's going to fit in with the muted tones and the oranges and the nice lighting. It's going to look great. Okay, item number three. Um, item number three. I'm going down the microphone road. And I was... I thought probably too much about this i was thinking about whether two two mics is too many but then i'm also stuck in a studio and and no if people are bringing stuff they're not going to bring mics really okay so number one is i'm going to have a ball and biscuit and for those people who don't know the ball and biscuit can you just explain what the ball and biscuit is also called an apple and biscuit i'm getting all sorts of results when i'm googling this it's a um (laughs) (laughs) it's it's, slightly less fancy i think it was was it I feel like it was developed. It was a. It's a Coles. It's like a. It's a BBC, or at least like yeah, ex BBC. I don't. I guess broadcasting, mic originally. Um, I don't know. I actually don't know if it was designed for a specific thing. I think it's a broadcast mic. It's got to be I'm like. Say, I mean, it, the way that it's designed, it's set up as like an interview mic. Yeah, I feel like it has to be. Um, but yeah, but it's 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 one of my favourites. I feel like people, people look at it. It's an underdog of a microphone. People look at it and they think it's going to sound rubbish because it looks ridiculous. Um, but I feel like I've, I've seen a lot of people... There, there, there is one in Hoxha and I've seen people come in and want to use it and think it's going to be this like kind of like really lo-fi, like kind of Green Bullet-esque thing. Mm-hmm. And um, it's not. It actually sounds great. It sounds like It sounds like a slightly... Slightly less fancy coals. Yeah. Actually, it's got it's got the same sort of warmth. It's called um, an apple and biscuit because it looks like an apple with a digestive biscuit <laughs> st- standing on top of it. <laughs> yeah. That's, that I love that. That's so cool. And there is also I, a white stripe song named after so it. So Toe Rag probably have a few of them. I they guess. do. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Toe Rag. What? What's his name? Liam. 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 Watson. Liam Watson. Yeah. Apparently, they're his. Liam Watson's like go-to mic um and so he introduced jack white to them and now jack white has like probably 20 of them at his studio in nashville um they're just great they're great oh they're just, they're just yeah they're fun and they and they look fun as well stc4021 yes okay but apple and biscuit is a lot cooler yeah nice they should make they make, make them in green and mm, nice, they should make a them nice green. digestive top they also traditionally come in these really beautiful like like kind of pale blue wooden boxes um, that say like sta- what is it standard standard telephone and cables STC yes, yeah standard telephone standard standard yeah and um, they just it's just I'm I'm having it in that box made in England as well it's, I didn't realise okay. yeah made in London okay so tell us about your history with this microphone then have you used it a lot for recording sessions are there any particular I've used that- it a lot I've used I've I got introduced to it because there was one at Oxa. And and the same as everyone else, I was like, that looks fun. <laughs> Need to use that on something. And um, gradually have used it on on pretty much everything. 
Like, ev- like occasionally, just on a on a on a session, I'll be like, oh, I've never used it on a on a like you know double bass before. It probably sounds great, and it always does. It always sounds so good. And then I used one at I did a session at Abbey Road in um, February this year. We were doing like a live version of this record that I um, engineered last year with uh, an artist called Melena Zavala, and we were doing. I, I'd never been to Abbey Road before. I think I'd been to visit once, but I'd never never worked there. So I was I was making my plan for uh, the setup and the the day of recording to give to the um, the assistant night before. And I'd never looked at the Abbey Road mic list. It's ludicrous. It's insane. <laughs> it was. I was looking at it. It was like twenty eight U sixty seven. Like like you know, like 18 calls, yeah. blah, blah. And then... And I, I guarantee you that list isn't complete that you read as well. There's loads of secret <sighs> ones. So yeah. many secret ones. There's yeah. got to be. And there's just like TGs like lining the, the corridors. Mm-hmm. And it's such a ridiculous place. <laughs> but um, but I I did use about 1267s on that session. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, it's another Wait. one there. <laughs> um, and, and then I used a couple of those... Um, I used one on acoustic and one on a vocal. And um, they were like the... the. I actually wasn't really expecting this. I was kind of expecting them to be not that amazing bleed-wise. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I, was, I kind of just put them up because, like, you know, I knew that I, knew that I liked them. And um, that whole, the whole setup for that session was a bit, I, like, I didn't entirely know what I was doing it was like 10 musicians playing in a circle um it was just a bit like we'll set stuff up and see how it sounds like who who knows what's gonna happen here and the ball and biscuit especially on the acoustic guitar was like don't do anything to that sounds it sounds it sounded better than what we'd done on the record that took us like an hour what right and I was just like, put, I just like put, I just put this like stupid, it, like not even in like a specific position. I just put it up in front of this acoustic, and it was like, there you go, done. But it's a it's a dynamic though, so that's sort of weirdly counterintuitive. For, mm, I know the purpose. <laughs> no, just, just, what? 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 <laughs> I'm staying. <laughs> also, you, you, it's one of those mics that if you do want to, if you do want to turn it into like a kind of crunchy thing. Um, like a crush on drums or whatever, and then it's like this ideal. It'll, it'll you can take do it. that. Whereas you, I'd, it'll take it. Yeah. So will the Neve. The Neve is so great for that. According to the internet, as well, um, the Ball and Biscuit was the <laughs> was the yeah. uh, microphone used by Phil Collins on In the Air Tonight for the drum sound. Really? Is it? Apparently, according to interesting. The so we'll have to check that when we've finished. Yeah. Microphone number two, then, All right. which is item number item number four. 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 Yeah. yeah, it was either going to be a sixty-seven or a C twelve. What's your thought process here? Well, I've used sixty-sevens a lot more. I feel like they're like a trusty steed. Um, I'd pro- let's go C twelve because I think I don't know them as well as I know sixty sevens, but I think they could be better. And you have forever flying around to figure it exactly. out. Exactly, I've got for I've got for- <laughs> I've got forever to figure it out, and it. I feel like my combination of ball and biscuit with C twelve, I'm going to be able to get any any sound that I ever need. Probably true, isn't it? Yeah. Say okay, you want to draw- record a drum kit? How are you doing it with those two mics? I'm going to go C12 overhead and ball and biscuit. Mm-hmm. Probably like in between the kick and the snare. Oh, like the worst mic thing. The what mic? The worst, uh, the sausage. What's that? Uh, it's, uh, it's like there's this guy called uh, Moses Schneider, who's a, a German engineer, who uh, he wrote a book about recording. And he has this idea about that there's a, you want something that's nice, like a sausage, like a delicious sound that you can add to your <laughs> mix. And like, because sausages okay. are nice, and it just sort of sits in the middle between the the kick and the snare. You just kind of blend it in, in the. Oh sure, the okay, yeah. yeah. Is that sure? I mean, yeah. it's, it's like the di- the disco era mic as well. Like, if you only had like one mic, you just put it there, and you get that kind of like instant kick snare hi hat thing all yeah. at once. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like you get yeah. some nice low end, but you also get some nice um, 
snare crispiness. I mean, it feels like there's a whole market for food-based mics, though, now. Like, we could have a sausage mic, a biscuit mic. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, I, I, feel, like, I feel like it's the... Um, I feel like that combo... I'm 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 fine. I'm sorted. And have you ever actually had to do any super minimal miking techniques like this, or do you always sort of have? How oh, I had to. Or have you chosen to? I've tried. Oh, and how's that gone? <laughs> it's gone actually, actually really well. I've mm. it's the. I feel like you always think it's it's it's, well, not always, but there there are definitely some sessions where you're like, I'm not going to use more than three mics on the kit. This is a challenge. Yeah, uh, you know, make it work because you know there is a way that it sounds great. Good enough for Glenn Johns. It's been done, yeah. and like you know, a thousand times. You're just like, why can't I do it? Um, and I, the last time I did it, which was in the start of this year, um, was doing a drum session for artist called Blanco White. Yeah, um, with Matt Ingram, fantastic drummer, one of the best. Um, and yeah, I used like, it wasn't three. I think I used four. I used a pair of overheads and a kick and a snare and that was it. Um, and it was great. It must also be difficult to restrict yourself like that if you're in a studio that does have load, loads of stuff. Yeah, you wouldn't go to Abbey Road and go, no, actually, I'll just use an SM57. Mm. <laughs> exactly, when, you, when, when yeah. you've got all the options. I feel like that's a little bit what they were like, what they, what the reaction that I got from the assistants when I was like, can I have two 4021s, please? <laughs> They were like, why? <laughs> why? <laughs> Take an M50. Item number five. We're closing in now. Okay, item number five. Um, this is my only bit of software. Software's not that fun compared to real stuff, correct. I feel. So I'd, I, <laughs> correct. So, yeah, didn't... Um, and it's not a bundle. Um, I'm going to go... I'm going to go Altiverb. Oh, interesting. Why? Because... I do want some reverb. I feel like it's going to be quite dead on the plane, even though I'm going to extend, you know, have the have the ceiling extended in the back. Uh, yeah, I need some form of verb. I just feel like we can upsell, upsell the dream. You can upsell the dream. You've gone for altiverb. I mean, oh, which is I appropriate. I don't even know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> you have a dream of the Forever Studio. Your dream is altiverb, mm-hmm. but we're going to mm-hmm. upsell you. I mean, oh, okay. Are you not thinking like you know? We always go straight here, but it's like the Brocasti M7 or something like that. Yeah, I've thought about that, but no. Okay, well. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, Brocasti M7 was, 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 it was close. But it's fine, altiverb. But maybe I don't, maybe I don't know it well enough. Don't forget we, you've got we forever. Actually... <laughs> yes, mm. yes, yeah, very true. Um, yeah. We, we we got an M7 at um, Craig's studio like six months ago. Um, and it, it's not like in, it's kind of, it, there's no space for it in the, in, the, in the normal racks. So it sits kind of off to the side. So we always forget to use it. It's only one I know, I know, it? but there's no space. There's loads of stuff in there. Um, so it sits off to the side and we always forget it's there. So we always forget to use it. Okay. Tell, but, tell us about Altiverb um, then, like why you love it. Cause like, let's, let's go, let's back out of upselling. I don't know. In my head, Altiverb I, is, I can, I, is more versatile and. It's working mm, well. It's working. <laughs> well, my thought, you can try and upsell, but I, 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 I don't like the idea. Well, oh, I'm kind of like, I don't want it because it's software and it's no fun, but but I feel like okay. if this is the only studio that I'm ever going to be in, being stuck in this studio, I can go and sample all the places that I wish I was in and have them okay. in Altiverb. This isn't, okay, to be clear, the situation isn't like the one that we've been experiencing recently. It's not like we're going to suddenly have a, a shutdown. You've, you've, you know you're going into the Forever Studio and you've gone on a world tour in your, in your jet to go and sample all the spaces. I think it sounds like a good idea. Yeah. I, I like the... Actually, yeah, it's cool because you can fly around yeah. sampling places as you go in different locations. Yeah. That can be like a, a exactly. hobby on the side. Yeah. What's your hobby? My hobby is <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Space. Exactly. 
Yeah. And then I'm you can space, like mm-hmm. I'm a space collector, mm. space hoarder. You could then sell a pack. Like sourdough. You know how they do that with sourdough? You can like harvest air from somewhere really weird. <laughs> Is that how they do it? And like turn it and turn it into your starter. Harvest that, air. Yeah, I've heard of that and you've just reminded me of that and how ridiculous it is. It's brilliant. I my it, yeah. my my aunt and uncle harvested air from the from the <laughs> from the top of the statue of Liberty. <laughs> Salty. I love. I love. You could barely even get it out as soon as you start. We've harvested air from the top it's of the so Statue ludicrous. of Liberty. I do like it wow. though. It all, all, it all. It just makes me think immediately of like of really gross things harvesting air. Hmm. <laughs> where's this from? Well, you don't want to know where I harvested exactly. this air from. Is that genuinely? Yeah. Does I'll harvest air alongside the sample and then you know serve it with the reverb wow that's good maybe that could be a slice of sourdough with your version that's a really good competition isn't it like you go and do blind testing of sourdough (laughs) and if you can guess where the air is being harvested from Mm, yeah that's so this is all the same recipe it's just different harvested air (laughs) and you tell me the Mm -hmm. location and you win a loaf and there's definitely somebody with that job somewhere it's like the like the water sommelier. Sure. It's like that. It's the uh... water sommelier. Yes. <laughs> yes. Real job. It's exactly. probably the same guy. I, I'm a water sommelier and I also harvest air. Brilliant. <laughs> My taste buds are that exactly. good. Exactly. So have you ever done Maybe any of the, be more- the sampling spaces before? Have you ever actually done convolution recording? I haven't, but I want to. Um, Do you have the starting pistol, or are you going to go for the the whoop? Am I going for the what? The, like the sweep, the sign sweep. I call it the whoop. Oh, the sign yeah. sweep. No, I well. <laughs> What sign sweep? Pistol on the sign, roof. Sign, I was like, "What yeah. are you talking about?" What sign sweep versus like shotgun? Yeah, I mean, because I, I feel like shotguns more fun. Like the pistol is more fun. I feel like shotguns more fun as well. I'd probably do that. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so on that note, first three spaces you would grab. Crown of the Statue of Liberty. No jokes. Absolutely not. <laughs> um, uh, do you know what? I would like the turbine hall. Oh, yeah. Of the Tate Modern. That's a good one. Has nice. anybody ever recorded in there? It feels like it feels like an obvious thing. Definitely, surely they have. A drum kit yeah, hundred yeah. percent. It has. Mm-hmm. It has to have been done. They do gigs, that is right? A good space. What about what about um, studios? Studio two. Studio two in Abbey Road. Studio two. Classic. Mm. Oh, studio two yeah. is the is the really obvious one. Yeah. Studio two sounds like nothing else. I tried to. I, I asked them once uh, when I worked for a, a, a different entity um, about doing that and giving it away mm. like, oh we'll just come in and do this there's this new technology and they were like no way <laughs> <laughs> obviously shut down over absolutely night. not but i think they've done it now themselves and they you know it's yeah in yeah, plugins yeah. and things but yeah do you know what? it's quite niche actually but there's a studio in wilsdon um or like dollis hill called narcissus um that's run by two guys called anthony Gen and martin slattery and it's a really weird room. Mm-hmm. It's really like okay. they're kind of just that. Neither of them are particularly studioy, but they've just accumulated this ridiculous amount of stuff, and it's all very like strange. Um, but the it's that room sounds really great, and I don't think it's on. It's definitely not on purpose. Like what happened with Rockfield as well. That was kind of like by accident, I think, wasn't it? Look, watching that documentary on it, it was. Oh, I'm yet to watch oh. that, but I'm supposed to go there next week, actually. But yeah, amazing place, an amazing sounding room. And I think that was just kind of, they moved, they didn't really know what they were doing when they were building it. They just put stuff, where, you know, around and because it was like barn and oh, stone amazing. walls. And then at some point it was like, whoa, stop. It's <laughs> Let's n- never move anything again. <laughs> yeah. Final item. I, I would also just, I just want to say I would also take an M7. If not, not as well as, I'm just saying... If if I was going to take a hardware verb, it probably would be that. Okay. Okay. So we were we were we were close calls with the upselling dream. Maybe I'll just t- maybe I'll just surely I can just like. Oh, never mind. What sample the M seven? Into could, you could totally do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Harvest the air of the M seven. <laughs> Harvest it. Yeah. I think that's the name of this podcast, isn't it? Harvesting Harvest the, the air. air. Yeah. Danny Bennett's Prague is harvesting yeah. air. Mm. Yeah. And everybody will think she means air studios. And then mm. they'll listen and they go, no, for sourdough. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, final item. Oh, yes, sorry. final item. I, this took me a really, really long time to think about. Yeah. I, was, I didn't know whether... So, so right. 
I'll talk, I'll talk you through my thoughts. One of my instincts was that I'd like an acoustic guitar. Because mm-hmm. um, then I can play it and entertain myself. But also, they're probably my favourite thing to record. Um, and and then I thought, well, I don't know. I It could be an acoustic or it could be something fun like an H2000. I'm not sure. I actually don't know. I mm. it's, it's a big gulf there. Do you know what? Well, I actually think it's going to be an acoustic guitar. And any particular old, dreadnought, new, electroacoustic? Old, I'm going to say like a, probably like a washburn, like a, like a parlour guitar. Okay, so not like a big old... Power no, country course. Like, like a... No, I want like a little baby. I, I'm quite small and they, those are the only guitars that really like, they look like they fit me. Okay, so a little, kind of <laughs> that, like, the Ed, or like the Ed Sheeran style that's kind of parlour sized, right? Sure, but absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, wasn't, I wasn't framing yes. any kind of musical reference. I was just, for, for, <laughs> sure. our, for our listeners, those little guitars that Ed Sheeran's used, that's a parlour guitar, yes, right? Yes, there you yeah. go. Um... Without all the stickers. Um <laughs> Yeah, uh, so indignant uh, about the stickers. That, that wow. kind of, that kind of, <laughs> well, what's the that kind of size. Is that the only reason you're refusing to record Ed Sheeran here? He's like, as soon as he comes around in your off. plane, he'll he'll just put stickers on your on all of your stuff. Exactly, he'll put stickers on all of my things. <laughs> um, he loves stickers. That's the thing with Ed Sheeran. He does. He's, his pockets are full um, of panini stickers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like you leave the studio covered in '90s footballers. <laughs> oh no Robbie Savage uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyone I know Why is Bruce Grobelar on the knee <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, some... yeah Ed Sheeran is uh, If he's got stickers I'm not letting him in um, <laughs> I, Searching I can't for... put stickers on, on, my, on, on my things Okay fine um, Yeah I'm thinking like a, like a kind of parlour Sort of turn of the century Little um yeah, Lovely. George Washburn, something, something like quite like very light. Are they harder to record than the little guitars on on a on a technical? T- t- Doesn't matter. I've got forever to figure it out. No, I actually don't think so. I I no. Okay, because I I just I, I always presume, and you know, this isn't my field, uh, engineering. So correct me, but like, sorry, if something kicks out loads of volume, sure, it's it's a bit easier to capture than something that's quite you know dynamic and and light in volume. Yeah, kind of, but it's also. I feel like it's just different. I I just it's it's just I it's it. I think it's my favorite sounding, my favorite kind of sound of acoustic is that sort of light, like not I don't, that really full bodied like twangy steel string like intenseness. Not for me. Doubled, sure. Or if it's like a twelve string, sure. But but okay. yeah, I I I love like a kind of muted. Um, like so yeah, it's really soft sound. I like yeah. I I I think so. I think it's yeah yeah. And have you had to record that with any of the bands you've worked with? Um, have I recorded at any point? it? Yeah, that sort of thing. That sort of guitar. Plenty of times. Um, yeah, actually, the guitar that I that that the Wall and Biscuit won um, at. Abbey Road was was that was 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 exactly that kind of sound. Oh really? Oh well, um, that, you've got the perfect setup then for it. Exactly. Yeah, nice. And so um, remind us where we can hear that the um, the track that you recorded that with. The track, the track with that guitar on is called "I'm Leaving Home" by Milena Zavala. Nice, 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 nice. Um, yeah, the the all the Abbey Road versions that we did are out are out on YouTube now. They look incredible. Um, yeah, the guys, the guys who did the videos for it did a, an amazing job. Um, yeah, it's a pretty, it's a, it's, that was easily one of, one of the funnest days I've ever had in the studio. Just not only just like being, you, you like sitting in studio two, everything sounds great and you don't even have to do anything to anything. Um, yeah. but yeah, there were like 10 musicians, maybe nine, maybe 10, a lot of musicians. Um, and it was one of those sessions where, I think the the video and the music aspects were kind of battling it out as to like I want it to sound great and the and the video guys are like but I want it to look great and I'm like yeah. I know I know 
but also doesn't matter if it looks great if it doesn't sound great so um it was a bit of like a of like a we were trying to work around each other and figure out the best way to do it and um so I wasn't I wasn't allowed to use any baffles uh so everyone is in a circle and it's all it's like, it's like fully open and Melena <laughs> the singer um is opposite the drum kit like she's like she's pretty <laughs> she, she's pretty far away from him but um it it was it was not the easiest, but it was really fun. Really, really fun. Well, at least you didn't say um, So in the end, we all just mimed. Yes. <laughs> exactly. I promise it's all live. Um, yeah. yeah, it's really good. Really fun day. And a great record, if I do say so myself. Um, Will, do you want to do us the rundown of what we've got before we get to the luxury item? We are on a very, very large Russian plane. The Antonov... AN-225, Maria is the name, very large, with a living room inside, full of little lamps. You have a, a live space. You are, you're working on a Mac Pro, the £55,000 Mac Pro. Your audio interface is an Antelope Orion 32 HD. Your DAW is Pro Tools. You are listening back on a pair of Manly Tannoy ML10s. Your desk is a Neve 8058 from the record plant for the Prees and the EQs and the 2254. You have two microphones. The first, a Coles 4021 Ball and Biscuit. Sorry, an STC 4021 Ball and Biscuit. You're going vintage, right? Yep, very nice. Wonderful. A vintage C12 for reverb, although I think this is a particularly good one, the reverb altiverb because you're in a plane. All, it all works out a little too well, this one. And then, just for fun, the Washburn parlor guitar from the turn of the century, built by George Washburn himself. How does that Hand sound? Hand-built. Hand-built. Hand built, of course. No other way. Turn of the century. How does that sound? Sounds great. How? I'd go to that studio. Nice. I would too, yeah. <laughs> well, you will be. Mm, forever. Forever. <laughs> Someone's going to bring a drum kit, and then I'm going to nail it down so they can't take it away. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> Oh, I see. <laughs> you have one more item for the list. You have a luxury item. Luxury item. So this is something that's not studio gear related, but something maybe you wished was in every studio you worked in or something that has been you've taken to every studio, even though it's not something that gets used on a session or whatever. Oh, it, wait, hang on. I thought it was a non-studio related yeah. item, like non-gear. Non-gear, yeah. Non-gear, yeah, it's non-gear. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But um, it might, you know, I don't know, you might take a, a, a lucky uh, painting. <laughs> I do not do that, but that would be real eccentric. <laughs> Take it to every that. session. It's large. <laughs> maybe um, you need maybe maybe you need one of those things as like your thing. Oh yeah, have you worked with Danny? Yeah, she brings that lucky <laughs> yeah, painting she's, along. She's that painting girl. Um, yeah. Um, I am gonna have a dog. You are. You're allowed I to wear a dog. dog. I don't yeah. think you, you can oh, have pets don't... and friends and families. That's fine. Oh, that's, that's okay. That doesn't count. Yeah. That doesn't yeah, yeah. count. Yeah. Okay. Can I? I'll specify that the dog's gonna be a whippet. Um, okay, good. Yeah. Studio Whippet. Oh, okay. That this changes everything. I can have friends and yeah. family. Yeah, they're all there, normal. So well, not like normal. You're on a plane. What? Like, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, you don't have to if you want to. Just that's why you're on a plane. You yeah. don't want to see anybody. That's fine. Mm, okay, so I need a thing. Oh, oh, this changes everything. I was like, obviously, it's going to be a dog. Okay, right. I mean, we have had dogs before, but we loosened the rules because we felt it was a bit mm. cruel that, like, you couldn't bring oh, your really? pets yeah. or your family. Well, at one point, it felt like we were making uh, a, a poor man decide between his wife or a dog. And, uh, oh, I see. Uh, yeah, so we just we relaxed those rules because it felt mm. a bit unfair. Okay. The great easing we called one it. One thing that I want. Mm. This is a this is a grey area because there's already stuff in the plane, right? And, and and my lamps aren't included. I think lamps are allowed. Neither are the rugs. I'm having lamps rugs. and rugs are part of the decor. That's that's all fine. Cool. Okay, they're part. They're okay. They're, okay, and a sofa. They're part of the studio aesthetic. Mm. Okay, fine. So I don't have to think about that. This is what's in my head right now. I'm going to go with it. I'm going to say a pinball machine. Nice. Why pinball? I was kind of thinking bowling alley, but that's not really a luxury item. That's difficult. I, I want some fun. I want a game. I think a bowling bowling mid-flight would be brilliant. <laughs> yeah, it'd be really great. 
I, if a bowling alley is an item, then I'm having that. If it's if it doesn't count, have, then then give me some pinball. You could kind of have the pilot helping you out. Haven't we had a bowling alley uh, before? Yeah, we've had a bowling alley. Yeah, we allowed yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, you can have it. Yeah. What? Yeah. You've had yeah. a bowling alley. Yeah. I That's can, incredible. I okay, can't. fine. Or may, can I have an arcade? <laughs> Full arcade, yes. Full arcade, yeah. Give me an arcade with like Done. switchboard games. Yeah, it is yours. Uh, Neo like Geo cartridges. Yeah, Neo Geo was the switchable arcade machine. <laughs> Why do you know so much Very about sure. this, yeah. Chris? I'll take that. <laughs> Super deep into the arcade. <laughs> so anybody listening to the podcast wondering why I've never heard of the ball and biscuit, oh. but I know so much about arcades and aeroplanes, I'm so sorry. i <laughs> <laughs> way off brand, Chris. If it's full arcade, you can also have one of those grabby things. Oh, those yeah. Those are fun. Yeah, and you never win. They drive you You'll nuts. You'll never win. You're never, you're never yeah. going to win. But, plane as well. we could, what are they called again? Uh, I think they're just called... Cherry picker. Yeah, cherry picker. I actually just call them the grabby things like you, so I don't know. The grabby things, yeah, sure. Um, we could have a My Forever Studio special of those with loads of those uh, ball and biscuits in there. And you yes, can just. 100%. And you're like, if oh, only I had yeah. a stereo pair and you just you never get one. Yeah, they, I mean, drive you nuts. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I feel like if, if a bowling alley is allowed, then I can probably have an arcade. Yeah, you can definitely have an cool, arcade. Thank you. Full arcade is very cool. Very cool. Cool, thanks. I miss the arcades. I, I kind of wish. They still exist. Yeah, they're, they're, I also got to have some of those like 2P machines in there. Oh, yeah, the ones that, good, that yeah. sort of push the yeah, real good. slow push off the edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. But they cannot be 10P ones. Those those ones are... Bankrupt, yes. Yeah. Are you insane? Yeah. Are you still having like a fiver taped around a fag packet? That's always nice, isn't <laughs> it? Like, a pack of cigarettes with a fiver taped around it. That was always that was yeah. always a great prize when you were eight. 100%. That's all. That's that's all. That's all I've ever wanted. It's like I've I've won twenty cigarettes and enough money to buy another twenty cigarettes once I'm hooked. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Done. Excellent. Okay. Well, that's the end of the podcast. You've got a big arcade machine there on the Antonov plane. I'm saying Antonov a lot now because I got it so wrong earlier on in the podcast. <laughs> so f- sorry for any any real plane nerds screaming at the podcast when they were listening to that. Going, why is what is he on about Ustinov? <laughs> Okay, well, thank you so much for joining us and struggling My through pleasure. and educating us about air harvesting and microphones yes. I've never heard of um, and speakers I'd never yeah. heard of. So very, mm-hmm. good very, very cool. Yeah, so, I'm glad um, I could bring bring new things to the table. Certainly have. Yes. Yes. Wonderful. Well, thank, thank you, thank you so much. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. Again, a huge thank you to the excellent Danny Bennett Sprague for some inspired choices there. Yeah, what an ace guest. Of course, if you're enjoying the podcast, we'd love you to leave us a review and a precious five-star rating wherever you listen to the podcasts. Mm, the precious, please. Please leave us a precious review. <laughs> yes. <laughs> next time <laughs> next time on the show, we have Joshua Steele, a.k.a. electronic producer, Flux Pavilion. Yeah, that's right. And we'll be trying desperately to keep him from breaking the My Forever Studio rules. So don't miss that. He's a, he's a rule breaker. He is indeed. That's all from us. Thanks for listening and tune in next time for another jaunt in the land of Studio Foreverdom. Bye-bye. <laughs>